Wisconsin, and you're listening to Final Gravity Podcast. <laughs> Some of my best friends rode the short bus. I'm leaving you in charge. What's your name? Steve. Steve? Yes. And you work in your security for Yes, I am. got the black box colors on. We had some complaints. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, complaints. Like, what kind of stuff? Noise. Noise. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what? Like, drunk people making noise. Yeah. Like, they're like, uh, it's, it's a drunken crowd up here. Because you guys, uh, handle it. That yes. Yes. That call. No, that's the call that we got, though. But I appreciate you guys keeping it down for me. Yeah. So you guys have just won a urinal yeah. for bringing the most beer. How do you feel about that? Hey, good job, man. It's a proud, proud day in the Iowa Brewers Union history. Hello. What's up, bitches? Not much. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good, man. You like that? That was. That was. That was yeah, pretty convincing. That was my bitch voice. <laughs> oh man, I have a bitch voice. Last week, thank you, Dan, by the way, for saving potentially saving that beer. Oh yeah, no, that was a that was a that was an odd call. SOS, I need help. My yeah. my chiller blew up. Yeah, so. <laughs> I finally brewed. Everyone was busting my balls, you know, in the brew club and on the show. And everyone's like, boy, are you ever going to brew? So I finally brewed for the first time since, well, last fall, I think. And uh, day was great. Weather was perfect. Made up what I think is going to be a pretty nice recipe, a Blondale. Day was going perfect. 
went to put my chiller in. I put it in a little earlier than I normally do and uh, went to turn it on to start chilling. And I'm watching the wort in the kettle rise. I'm like, what is going on here? That doesn't make any sense to me. Looked at the output tube of the chiller. Nothing's coming out. I'm like, that can't be good. <laughs> Pulled the chiller out of the kettle and uh, turned the water on and water... It was like a friggin' shower head. Water was everywhere. So it was split in about eight places. It's going to be your best brew ever. I, it probably will be because I'll never be able to replicate it. Uh, it'll definitely be a few points lighter in gravity for sure. But yeah, it was interesting. But uh, Dan saved the day. He brought me his stainless chiller. Managed to get it cooled down. And uh, it's sitting in the... I have two, three fermenters over there. Dry hopped one with orange mint and lemon balm, and I just put the dry hops, um, Kent Goldings in one and Glacier in the other. So we'll see. Should be a decent beer, hopefully. And hopefully, if it does turn out decent, I'll be bringing a keg of that to NHC if I can save it that long. But uh, yeah, so it, it was interesting. And let's, you know, let's I, call it Chernobyl. Right. I started thinking about it, and Wise Ass was posting on Facebook, and he brought up a good point that it probably wasn't because it was in the boil too long and then running cold water through it, that I leave that chiller in there all the time. It probably froze in the winter, and I just didn't inspect it before I dropped it into the kettle. It probably already had split in the winter. It froze and split open. I was saying, I mean, it had to be, you had to have one heck of cold water coming out of your your, your spring yeah. for that to do that. I yeah. don't think it's possible. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't know that it is or isn't, but he brought up a good point. He's like, do you keep it, you know, outside in the winter? I said, yep, it's in a shed. And so having said that, my my uh, golden nugget to take away from today's show is if you do keep your, if you do use still an immersion chill or copper coil and or stainless, um, you know, stainless is a little tougher, but I guess if it's cold enough, it can split. So if you keep your chiller outside, Maybe uh, keep it inside in the winter or make sure to force some air through it and make sure it's completely dry because, you know, water can can hang out in there. You won't even know it unless you blow it out with air real good. But I would just tell you to keep it inside if you can over the winter. Lesson learned. And if you do keep it outside, make sure you look at it before you uh, use it, before you put it in your kettle. That's a rookie mistake. It's okay. It was. It was a total rookie mistake. I totally felt like a rookie, too. Cause I was looking at my rig when I first rolled it out. I'm like, man, I don't even know. What the <laughs> fuck is this lever for? I, it was embarrassing. I was like, man, I don't even know what to do with this thing. It, it was crazy. But overall, good good brew day. Like I said, the weather was awesome. It was. It was a nice day. I'm brewed a little bit. You've brewed? I haven't. I haven't. Oh. I, I, I need to do it. Yeah. I need to brew. We need to get back on the horse. Well, the weather's here, you know, even though it's raining here and there, but at least it's warm. And we do have a tent, so I guess I have no excuse. I could yeah. set up the tent out there. As long, as long as it's warm, man. I don't like brewing when it's cold. That's all there is to it. I just don't like it. I brewed all winter in yeah. my garage, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Because the heat from the propane tanks, you know, from the burners just took care of me. It was fine. Yeah. Yep. I brewed uh, one winter. It was cool. My dad had come out from Wyoming, and we set up the uh, Easy Up out there with the walls on it. Once I put the walls up and had the burners going, it was, I mean, you know, it was still cold, but it probably, we probably took it from maybe in the 20s to probably the 40s or 50s inside oh, the tent. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, so it, was, it wasn't bad. So what's there to do in Wyoming? 
I don't know. <laughs> Not much. Not much. That's why my dad lives there and I don't. Nice. <laughs> hey, I heard um that uh I guess homebrew is legal now in all fifty states. It is, actually, yes. That was gonna be one of my announcements. Oh, okay. Sorry but about that. that. No, 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 that's great. You how, do you, how do you take the wind out of someone's sail again? How, what's that sound effect? Is there a sound? You don't have sound effects here. What's going uh, on in this place? I know. I got I to gotta download some sound effects, man. All right. Well, go no, ahead. No, I didn't say anything. No, go ahead. That's great. Yes, I did hear that. Um, the Brewers Association released it this week. That Yeah, it's now legal to brew in all 50 states. So if you want more information on that, you can go to the uh, AHA American Home Brewers site, and they have a nice article there about I'm sure you'll be seeing articles pop up everywhere about it. So uh, I don't know the details, but I do know that, uh, yeah, it's been passed in every state, which is awesome. Finally, it's about time that we don't live in caveman uh, judicial system anymore. Let there be beer. No, that's very good news. So tonight is going to be a cool show. We have... Uh, Little skeleton crew of a staff here. We've got me and Dan sitting in the studio. Warren Hello. Warren may make it, not sure. Um, but, you know, he just had a kid, so who knows? Hopefully uh, his kid's doing well. And uh, we may see a Warren sighting later, but we're going to have Nico on the show tonight. He's going to be talking about hops, and a couple of his employees and comrades are going to be coming on with us as well, Skyping in. And I think they've been just about 10 minutes here. So <clears throat> I guess I'll do a couple announcements. And then we'll save the rest of the announcements for later, and then we'll cut to a break. So hopefully as soon as we come back from the break, Nico will be calling in and Skyping in. Uh, pretty cool. I don't know if you guys watch it. I was I watch a show called Tanked. It's uh, it's sort of the it's you know American Chopper-esque reality type of thing, but they build fish tanks. Oh, giant, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Giant friggin' fish tanks, and it was pretty cool. The episode I watched... Today, it was pre-recorded, so I think it was from earlier in the week, but they actually built a fish tank inside a fermenter, a stainless conical really? fermenter for uh, Pizza Port, the, uh, the brew pub out in San Diego. I guess they just expanded, and it was neat, man. They, they cut open the side of the fermenter and dropped this acrylic tank into it from the top, and uh, you know you could see through the porthole, and then they also cut big squares out so you could see, but it's beautiful-looking tank, man, and this giant, I think it was, if I had to guess, maybe a maybe a 15 barrel conical if i had to guess i'm not sure maybe 20 but it was really neat looking and i guess they're going to set that up at their brew pub so anyone that's out that way uh in the san diego area stop by pizza port and check that out it's beautiful tank they did a nice job on it so that was pretty cool uh, what else do we got here oh uh speaking of nico Manskirt Joe purchased recently some rhizomes from him and reported that they're all doing well and poking up out of the ground. So that's very good. I don't know what varietals he got, but yeah, mine are starting to grow a little bit. Oh, good. What you gave me, yeah. Good. I think one of them I didn't put under the ground enough because I didn't know how to do it because like it was the plant was growing up on the side, so I didn't want to bury the whole thing, so I kind of planted it sideways. Is that all right? With you the, with you the, want the rhizome <clears throat> horizontally underground. Oh, okay. You don't, so I need to, I need to dig up every... Okay. Yeah, you should, That's why you should lay them weird. down. Yeah, right. You should lay them down and those shoots will come up. Okay. I got re- to dig them up. Yeah. Just lay them right. flat and then eventually <laughs> they'll start growing out and you're going to have to cut them back. Okay. Cool. Yep. They're, for what it's worth, they're a weed. <laughs> you know, don't put, them, don't put them close to anything you like because it, it, they can choke out some other stuff. Yeah, don't weed and feed near them? No. Okay. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, no. At least not near them. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm hard-pressed to put anything near my hops. Fertile lot, nothing. Yeah. You know, I, I try to keep it all legit. And I do get, uh, last, was it two years ago, I had some bugs on there, but I didn't even spray them because I didn't want to risk it. I figured I'd rather lose some leaves and some cones than risk spraying chemicals on there. So, um, what else? I guess we should probably cut to our first break. We just got here. I know. I know we did, but uh, he's due to call in. Well. Well, no. If we need to take a break, take a break. Yeah, let's we let's can, take uh, a quick break. I, and I showed up late, so it'll be nice for you to, to fill me in on what's yeah. going on. It's a little bit of an early break, but that's fine. We'll, we'll take our first break, and then when we come back, we'll be talking with Nico about hops, which is very cool. All right, guys. Stick around. It's Final Gravity. We'll be back in just a... A short bitty bit, and uh, we'll be talking to Nico. You're listening to Final Gravity Podcast. Hey guys, I like to shop. And when I come home from shopping, the last thing I want to do is carry my bags through the snow, ruining my cute shoes I just found on sale. I wish my husband would just get a shed from Pleasant Run Structures so I could have my garage back. He could put all of his man stuff in the shed and brew out there. I mean, all he has to do is call 908-237-1325 and get the man cave of his dreams. They even offer two-story sheds because I know he has a lot of shit. Pleasant Run Structures has two locations in New Jersey, Parsippany and Flemington, but they will ship anywhere. So it really is a no-brainer. Check out PleasantRunStructures.com for more info. That's PleasantRunStructures.com. Check it out today, because your wife might be so happy she can park in her garage, you might even get some. Does your kegerator still look like it belongs in a dorm room? Do you still have Coors Light or NASCAR tap handles on it? Look no further. Fisher Woodcraft has the solution. Fisher Woodcraft hand turns, exotic hardwood tap handles, and let me tell you, these things are beautiful. Give your kegerator that sleek look with a Fisher Woodcraft tap handle. Fisher Woodcraft also offers hand-spun bowls, mugs, and more. Look them up online, www.fisherwoodcraft.com. That's www.fisherwoodcraft.com. Hello, beer drinkers. Look at your peanuts. Now look at my peanuts. Now look at yours. Now back to mine. Sadly, your peanuts are not JB Gourmet peanuts. Look down. Now look up. Where are you? You're at jbgourmetpeanuts.com. What's that in your hand? It's the original peanuts. Look down. Now look back up. It's the spicy. What's that in my hand? It's a 16-ounce jar of peanuts. Look again. They're gone. Look again. The refill bag has filled it back up. Now they're diamonds. Spicy, delicious, addictive diamonds. I'm on a horse. Give them a call, man. Ask about their peanuts. 201-906-8777. Or visit their website, jbgourmetpeanuts.com. That's jbgourmetpeanuts.com. Hey guys, it's Jay. Just wanted to reach out and thank all of our listeners for supporting our show over the years. 
Keep it up, man. Don't forget to go to our homepage and click on those links for the AHA and BYO. Helps you out, and it helps us out as well. If you think there's nothing better than the look of polished stainless and copper, if you're not sure that six tap handles is going to be enough in your chest freezer, then you're in the right place. Welcome back to Final Gravity. It feels good to be back in the studio. It really does. Is that is that Warren Wilson uh, on Warren, the chat line? Warren Wilson's in the chat. Uh, what up? Uh, who is? I don't know who this is. I don't know if I was supposed to pick that up or not. Hey Nico, what's? Uh, I'm assuming the girl that is calling in. Her name is not Velvet. <laughs> hey, you can go ahead and call in, dude. We're all we're all, we're all ready for you. Well, we can talk my, to Velvet my, for a little bit. My, my I should actually <laughs> Velvet call back. <laughs> well, what are you wearing? I, I don't even know who the fuck Velvet is. Warren, what are you wearing? Sounds like a call girl at fucking. Maybe I met her at Steel Panther. I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit! Our sophisticated phone system it's here. It's Jen, dude. That's Jen. Nico Bruce says. Oh, her name's Velvet. <laughs> all right, tell her to Skype back. That's her Skype name. Okay. <laughs> Nico, this is a this is a high tech uh, yeah, it's re- professional operation here. We have a super high tech phone system, as you can tell. Uh, my screener is in the other room. She's in Studio C, and she called in today. So. <laughs> it's all good. This is hi, this is Jen. <laughs> hey, Jen Velvet, how you doing? See, I thought I met you at Steel Panther or something with a name like Velvet. Uh, no. <laughs> So I guess uh, hopefully Nico didn't drop his phone in a vat of beer or something, and he'll be calling in in just a bit here. So what's your role at Nico Brew? Um, I am the bookie. The bookie. <laughs> I'm the bookie. I'm the one that breaks your legs if you don't pay your bill. Wow. Just kidding. Just a kneecap. <laughs> really? And I mean, with the, with the prices you yeah. guys offer, I don't think you have to break too many legs because you guys are pretty uh, reasonable as far as hops go. <laughs> That is true. I haven't got to, you know, bust any kneecaps lately, so I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you're the soprano of Nico Brew. No, actually, Nico is actually, you know, the head soprano. I'm just, you know, the underling. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Very good. And how long have you been there? Since the startup? Actually, I've been friends with Nico and Mrs. Nico for, uh, like, I don't know, a couple years now. And I just actually joined the company a couple months ago. So, 
Very good, very good. And do you brew, or do you, are you involved in the beer world at large, or did you just say, hey, uh, this guy's cool, and I want to be involved? <laughs> Actually, I brew mostly wines, like um, dandelion wines and things like that around the house, not necessarily beer. I should have known with a name like Velvet, she was a pagan freak and makes dandelion <laughs> wine and stuff. <laughs> Let me guess. Okay, yes, I you, am, but you, still. <laughs> you go to Ren Fairs, too, right? Uh, not usually. Oh, okay. Back in the day. <laughs> Dandelion cool. wine. Cool. Well, maybe maybe we can squeeze a recipe out of you and some techniques before the end of the show. Because we actually oh. we did a Harvest Fest show a while back, and I started reading some interesting stuff like tomato wine, cucumber wine, dandelion wine, all kinds of stuff you can do. You can yes. ferment just about anything. So I, I might like to hear about that. Maybe uh, after we have some beers and we're nice and tuned up, you can tell us about how to do that. Sure. If you leave it long enough, it turns into moonshine. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> really? Dandelion wine, huh? Oh, yeah. I've got some in the garage right now that's it's impossible to drink without burning your throat. <laughs> so, what do you use, like a champagne yeast on it or something? Actually, yeah. That's what I use this, this, on that round. Um, yeah. But it was... Yeah, I think it tastes fantastic. It's really good when you you know mix it with other things, too. So <laughs> That sounds good. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm experimenting with some dry hops with my herbs. I just dry hopped uh, that Blondale with some orange mint and some lemon, oh, yeah. lemon balm. So that should be interesting. Nice summer oh, jammy. You should, they should taste fantastic. I, I actually do some brewing with some herbs and stuff. So I, I prefer that over the hops, believe it or not, because I'm slightly allergic to it. So Allergic to hops? Yes. I've never oh, heard of that. That sucks. That's a bummer. It, it does. I can have a little bit, but I so, can't go too. So can you smoke pot then or no? Isn't that uh, like a sister plant? You no, know, it does nothing for me. Okay. Okay. But I can eat it like in a brownie and stuff, and that's fantastic. Okay. You don't swell up though. No, no, okay, no. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I, I just figured out, um, Nico, give me a second here because I just figured out. That it's my on my end that your call in is not being received. Hold on one second. Talk amongst yeah, yourself. Man. I was trying to figure that out. So um, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> uh, um, I prefer not to answer. It smells like just a tank top. <laughs> okay, that's. Fine. I'm hanging out in the backyard. <laughs> that's and, and where are you um, on the planet? I'm in Idaho. 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 Yeah. Uh, I had a buddy that lived in Idaho, uh, McCall. Yes. Or no. Yes. Was it McCall? Yeah, McCall. Right outside McCall. of Boise, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's about two hours from Boise. I'm just right outside of um, Boise. I'm in Nampa, so. <laughs> hey, then maybe you can tell me because that friend of mine who used to live there, apparently there was rumor that there was going to be a statue made in Boise. Do you frequent Boise at all? Yeah, what kind of statue? <laughs> like a statue of himself. <laughs> like David? His, his name His name was Gordon. <laughs> I I can't confirm that one. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'd be interested. I've never been out there, but uh, yeah, a good friend of mine passed away years and years ago, but apparently his dad said he was going to have a statue made, which I thought was strange because he wasn't really famous, but a <laughs> sweetheart of a guy, but... Yeah. Well, there's a lot of statues around Boise that are kind of creepy bronze things, so he might be one of those. Who knows? Wow. Well, if you ever see a statue that uh, says Gordon Drake, you'll know uh, that was a, one of my best friends growing up. 
Okay, well, I'll keep my eye open for it. Yep, more than likely we'll have a cowboy hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway. think, I think Nico needs another beer. He's taking forever. Yep, he, uh, oh, <laughs> I hope. All right, I should. I'm not responsible for this at all. Right. I'm just here for the ride. No, it's me, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm having issues here with uh, what you call it, with my computer. So I think you're good to call in now, Nick. I think we should be good. What else was there? Oh, we talked about pizza port. Jay, the, do you see the message there? Jay, would you let me know when to call in again? Yes. Tell him to go ahead. Go ahead. Or Nico. Type, oh, sorry. Type, <laughs> I don't know if he's listening or not, so we may need to uh, just put it in that he can call in anytime. Yeah. Doing so. He's doing so. All right. It was it was my fault. I had I had the uh, line down. Too much too much going on here. It, it was a rough rough couple of days around this neighborhood. So you're gonna, Nico said you were gonna call in and talk about what. I, I guess he wants me to talk about growing a rhizome. So oh, nice. uh, one of the things that I do is I do a lot of gardening and growing my own vegetables and stuff. And I'm in, was in charge of doing all the shipments of the rhizomes. So I well, think he wants me to talk about it. Cool. Well, I guess let's just until because uh, I don't know. I mean, my line's up. I don't know what's going he on. He can here. hear and see us. Yes. And, and <laughs> he should. I don't know why I don't hear him on the call and the line is open. <laughs> oh, I hope I don't have to drop the system and start over. Just tell him to bear with me here. Hold Working on, on it. <laughs> so you grow rhizomes? I'm putting them in this year as a privacy fence around the, the property. That's but exactly what I wanted to do, and I have about a, a three-foot section of it that I'm starting on, and I don't think my wife, because she doesn't really drink beer or anything like that, she doesn't really realize what I'm trying to do. I think she thinks I'm just doing another beer thing. And I think it's going to be beautiful when it's done. And I just, you know, it's a great privacy wall. Oh, yeah. It is, And actually. hops are beautiful. They are. Um, and they're useful, believe it or not. If, you know, your wife's not into the whole beer drinking aspect of using the hops, you can put them in. Oh, I'm getting some feedback. Yeah, I got a little feedback there. Oh. All right, let's try that again. Nico Brew is eight seven seven. No, he's calling the wrong number. That's part of the problem. Okay, you got you looking at that now. Yeah, there it goes. Oh oh <laughs> oh! It looks like Warren Wilson's the drunk one, giving him the fake number. Warren gave him the wrong number. Awesome, Something, Nico, right, you there? Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, what's up? Sorry about that, brother. We got you know, one of these days we're just gonna have a show that everything fucking works. <laughs> no way. Don't even try. That's not gonna, no, no, no. I know. It, it's useless. It is futile to resist us. The world us. will explode. <laughs> well, I called that 765 number first, and then that didn't work, and then someone in the chat called said the 8-whatever number. So. Yeah. Our, our compadre, Warren, who's here almost, you know, for every show, doesn't even know the fucking call-in line. <laughs> I'm like, I, unless I'm too drunk already, I'm pretty sure I'm hitting the right button, so... No, you were. It, yeah. was, it was actually my fault. I had the line down for a minute, and then... I fired it up, and then Warren gave you the wrong number. So it was an epic fail no, all right, around. <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hey, camera, pan right. Uh, which, which which right? Well, you they want, see my they want body? to see your shining face? You want to see my shining face. 
Yes, they want to see more of Dan. <laughs> it's shining. <laughs> yeah, because we that Dan Wiseass. No, 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 no. Danny uh, oh, okay. Wiseass is in the chat. We're gonna get him up to the studio Just one of these days. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. So I guess um yeah. we we started while we were waiting to figure out the stupid phone system. Um, <laughs> we started talking to Jen about planting some rhizomes. So uh, I guess what what we probably should do. I want to go back to that because. I know I have a lot of questions, and Dan has a lot of questions oh, yeah. about rhizomes. Mine are planted upside down, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's so, kind of hard to fuck them up. I think they'll still come up. It just might take a while. Yeah, it's really hard to kill hops from from my experience. I've tried. I've literally, I've seriously tried, and then the next year they like were choking out a tree in my backyard because I'm lazy, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna water them. <laughs> that, that didn't quite kill them. They gotta dig that shit up. Right. So I guess let's start out, Nico. Um, tell us how you got your start and uh, sort of the inspiration to start your business and what exactly you do. If Not that you know everyone in the world has heard of you, of course, but um, just in case, let's, let's give everyone a background and uh, you know how you got involved in what, what you guys do over there at Nico Brew. Sure. So, so I'm a home brewer, too, and it was, I think it was, yeah, it was at the end of 08. You know, prices were insane. Um, and then I, uh, I found a way. <laughs> excuse me. I found a way to uh, buy some hops and you know, in bulk, and sell some to the guys in my club. And figured if uh, whatever didn't sell to my club, I'd sell on eBay. So I did that and got more and more requests. And my day job, I was uh, selling computers on the phone at HP, which was a, a good job, but I was getting kind of bored. And I've always wanted to start some sort of business, but I didn't expect it to take off like this. And then it just grew and grew and grew and set up the website and did the $5 flat rate shipping. And then just eventually, you know, when we started, my wife just said, oh, just don't let it get out of control. And it, it did really, really quickly. <laughs> and, That's a good uh, thing. But in a good way, in a good way. And she was supportive. And, um, you know, this was out of my garage. And we're just, you know, vacuum sealing the stuff in the kitchen. And she's doing some while I'm at work. And she's nine months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, you know, a couple months in, she was at that point, and um, it just grew and grew and grew, and eventually, um, you know, it was, it was too much to handle just uh, being in the garage and just being me and myself and doing a full-time job and being a dad, you know, and a good husband, and eventually, uh, a few years later, it just got to the point where, actually, go back a little bit before then, so after, uh, after a few years, um, uh, Scott, my brother-in-law, was trying, you know, looking to kind of get rid of his day job and I was getting to the point where I couldn't handle shipping all the orders and doing everything else involved with everything. Um, and I brought him on kind of part time and, and, uh, he set up in his shop and he converted his shop to a warehouse. And, uh, later that year, um, that year, uh, I think he came out and he came in about December. And then later on in the year, um, I, uh, I took the plunge and decided that it was too much time doing my full-time job, and at this time it was, uh, now it was tech support for a bank, which was boring as shit, <laughs> and uh, it was either keep doing, you know, well, I got to drop one of these things, drop the job that sucks and I hate, or the one that I love that I know has got potential, and I'm, you know, losing money being at a day job, so I uh, got to give the finger to corporate America, which was fun, and uh, politely removed myself from that, and several months later, I was able to bring Scott on full-time. And just a month or so ago, we set him up with a uh, 
with an actual, you know, warehouse space because, you know, you can only fit so many freezers in your shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, he does uh, warehouse enforcer, Scott, we call him. That's what his business card says. And uh, he he handles, yeah, we're going to talk to him later tonight, he handles packaging, shipping, just about every, everything involved with making sure everybody gets what they need. Um, and so he's a huge part of it in making sure that we're able to grow. And then um, we're doing a lot more business now with breweries because we're doing business on such a large scale. We're able to get directly from farmers and do some importing ourselves to where it's just a lot of work but really good. And we've uh, grown our business organically, which is kind of nice. We didn't just take the plunge and carry everything all at once. So now we're bringing Jen on, who's going to help do more of the stuff that I hate doing which is invoicing and, and nice. some of the customer service stuff that just um, I love doing the customer service side, but a lot of that is just really time-consuming, and uh, she's really great at it, making sure everything gets done and all the pieces fit together. So do you, um, do you like, plan trips to uh, hop yards around the world and stuff and try to introduce yourself to the, uh, the, the farmers and try to work out business you know, that wish. way? I really, I wish, and I, I plan on that doing that the next several years. What's so great about the internet is that um, to make those relationships, obviously, it'd be nice to be able to visit there. You don't actually need to go that far. Um, we like actually have Germany. A, uh, you don't, a you don't, you don't want to go to Germany, and, you know, hang out there and meet. Yeah, a I got a guy. <laughs> actually, we got a farm in Germany that hit me up on Facebook and is now putting some hops in for us. Nice. Like we're, you know, we contracted from and a farm in Slovenia did the same, and it's uh, so. I'd love to visit those places and I plan to it the next couple of years. It just uh, hasn't quite happened yet. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, we need to get a big tour going. Get 20, 30, awesome. 40 guys and do a, a hop farm tour. That's sure, another side of it. People do wine tours. People do beer tours. You know, sure. Not many people do a, a hop you know, hop farm tour. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be really cool. I would love it. And out here in Idaho, there's a number of farms and some that we do business with and... Uh, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Very cool. That's that's awesome that you finally made the plunge and and got out of corporate America and you know you you had the balls to do it and obviously a, you know a business behind it supporting that decision. But it it's it's such a heartwarming story to hear you know dreams coming true. You know it, it's just awesome. Yeah, like you know you yeah, thanks, you stuck with it and uh, I'm sure you know it, it's not easy. I know that I was I had my own business for about 13 years and. Had to get out of it for a while because it's, you know, it was construction and construction, as we know, is for the most part in the shitter right now. But it was, you know, it's cool that you're you're doing something you love. <clears throat> Cheers, brother. Thanks. Cheers. What are you drinking? We had a couple people in chat asking what you were drinking. I know you said I am drinking. You said you had a couple <laughs> couple of nice bombers, right, from Avery, I think. Yeah, yeah, from Avery. Um, there's a bottle shop here in Boise. Um, that's a homebrew stuff. They're also a homebrew shop, so I can kind of pimp them a little. They're real cool, and they sell beer locally. They don't they don't ship beer. Um, and I've got a couple bombers from Avery I picked up there the other day. Got a Maharaja double IPA I'm working on right now. And later, if I'm up for it, I got a barley wine in the fridge. Whoa, he's he he don't yeah. fuck yeah. around, man. He goes from well, the double Iowa, IPA. Right? <laughs> no Idaho. <laughs> Idaho. Well, what Same else thing. is there to do in Idaho? <laughs> you know, he, he goes for the double IPA straight into a friggin' barley wine. I like your nice. style, Nico. And I just came back from a steakhouse where I did one of the you know the What's... eight five ounce samplers of a bunch of beers. So yeah, I'm good to go, man. 
Nice. You did, what do you guys have like you know out there sort of the 96 ounces you know if you can eat it in an hour kind of thing and vomit all over the place? You know what? I wish because I would get a lot of free steaks if they did. <laughs> hey Nico, we got uh, Wilson's asking some questions online. Uh, I don't know if you're looking sure, at the chat still. Um, um, he was asking. I'm not, but I will. What's up? He asked. Uh, he mentioned you mentioned you supply larger breweries. Um, he wanted to know yeah. which and how much. And he wanted to know if you had your own farm um, and you um, tried to grow your own hops. Um, we don't have our own farm um, currently. Someday it may happen, but um, we work directly with some uh, really good farms that we really <laughs> like and some other places too. But we don't have our own farm yet. If we do, Jen, we might put yeah. her in charge of it. Oh, you're still there, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Hey, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. And... Um, as far as the uh, breweries, yeah, we, we do supply pretty much, you know, um, if anybody's professionally brewing with their nano brewery who needs a few pounds of something or their larger brewery, you know, I mean, uh, some huge breweries are like 80,000 barrels a year, you know, we can't really compete with to get, uh, you know, do business with necessarily yet. But we do have a lot of breweries that we work with, you know, people buying a few pounds to people buying thousands of pounds of hops. So um, we actually have a wholesale website. Um, it's at pro.nicobrew.com that anyone who's brewing professionally or um, has a homebrew shop can uh, can go on and make an account. And I, you know, we manually make sure you're not just some homebrew trying to get a better deal on hops. <laughs> and uh, well, we you would still uh, you would still sell like, though, and just that. sell at a retail level, right? right? What's that? You would still sell to a homebrew or just at a retail price, so to protect oh, you, the. Uh, no, we don't actually have a retail store where people walk in, but our retail site is nicobrew.com, and that's where. Right. You know, that's where most of our business is, is the home brewers. Okay. Cool. Hey, but, let's let's touch on <clears throat> quickly on uh, rhizomes. I know you have a blowout on Centennials. Do you plan on expanding your rhizomes in the future, or is that like a one-off? Like, or? You know, that's a good question. I've actually got that a lot, and uh, I'm glad you asked that because we uh, normally around the floor, when I find out what the farmers are going to charge me and what they've got available in rhizomes, so that's when I put out our our pre-orders and I email everyone on our email list and post on Facebook and everything and we make available about a dozen varieties and we keep pre-orders open for two or three months and then when they come in we ship them out we have a little extra sometime we sell those real quick so at the end of that this year an actual farm here in Idaho hit me up and just said hey we got a ton of centennials we're just we're taking them out of our farm they're really healthy but Here's a bunch of rhizomes. Do you want to buy an apple crate full? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, that's a lot. How many are there? And I was like, he said, oh, well, you have to count them. Said, well, hey, Jen, what are you doing for the next week? <laughs> <laughs> Counting rhizomes. Counting weeds. Like, here's the money. Tell me how many of these were. We had a good relationship for the farm with the farm. We knew, you know, he knew he, we were going to screw him over and lie about it or anything. So they spent about a week, I think it was, bundling these in 50s and they got them in their root cellar keeping them cold and looking at them every day and making sure they're still healthy so it is kind of a one-off deal um and the reason we can have such stupid low prices on them is because we got a killer price on them and uh i don't expect to have other varieties in that price range or any or even centennial again in that price range it could happen but um that's why right now we only have one variety um, available okay and in the future, you think, uh, I'm, I'm sure you get hit up a lot for rhizomes in the future. Does it sound like part of your business plan to incorporate more rhizomes in the future? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Basically, our plan is to do like we have been doing since we started about four and a half years ago, which was 
Um, in January, you know, we have a list of all the risins we have available. Like I mentioned, we got about a dozen, and we sell them for cheaper than anyone else we could find. I think this this year we had them all at three and a quarter each. You know, five dollars to ship any amount you want. That's and awesome. And we give you two or three months to uh, pre-order them, and then ship them out. You know, when they come in, we don't plan on stocking them forever because that's just a pain in the ass, and they go bad, and you know, it just doesn't work out really well that way. But we plan to keep doing the pre-orders for as long as we're in business, which we hope is forever. How long, uh, this is a beginner with the whole fresh rhizome hop, how long do they last? You can just plant them and keep harvesting them, or you got to redo the rhizomes every couple years or no? Oh, just keep going up. keep doing them. They come back every year generally stronger and stronger. You just, you know, oh. cut them to the ground every uh, every time you harvest them. Yep. And they'll just keep coming back and coming back. The first year, you usually don't get a whole lot out of them. Um, but depending on how early you plant um, you know, you might get a good yield, so you don't have to keep redoing them. But a lot of people like adding onto their farms, and so pretty neat. I'm gonna, uh, I'm hoping to start a sort of a small scale farm out here, and uh, we'll have to talk about that. I have to see if you can hook me up with somebody that does pelletizing, because uh, there's a couple of hop strains that I can get out here that were original to when New York State used to be a huge, well, probably the biggest hop supplier in the in the states. Um, I have awesome. some of those strains that were in New York State a hundred years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Dude, yeah. that's rad. That'd be that'd be really cool. Are they bro. called hip hops? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> there's 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 a strain or two that I know of, but uh, I'm I'm not gonna say anything yet because that's still in the works. But I kind of want to bring back uh, hop growing on the East Coast, which what what was here a hundred years ago. There's a, was that Amarillo or Citra or something? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Shit. <laughs> but uh, uh, so I'm I'm hoping to uh, be able to grow them in in some pretty big quantity, but I'll, I'll need them to be pelletized or there's there you know and there's a couple guys out here on the East Coast I know the hop the uh, East Coast Hop Alliance and all that, but maybe uh, maybe we could get some of them in your store. That'd be rad. Yeah, hit me up and uh, definitely shoot me an email and I'll see what I can do. I, I really hope. To sometime within the next year or two, have our own pelletizing system because that'd make it a lot easier to do direct the farms. Oh, but, really? Uh, as you probably assume, that's incredibly expensive. But yeah, uh, we're we're planning on it. We're just not quite there yet. And from what I've heard, it can be a little dangerous too, right? Pelletizing. It's dangerous. It's expensive, and it's not just like oh, here's your you spent your money, you turn it on. You got to have some really good expertise on doing everything, which is why we haven't pursued that much more heavily. But uh, we will. I plan on I plan on that being in the works. It's the someday list, which uh, you know, which probably going to happen. That's awesome. That is good news. That's awesome. I got a question from NJ Stout. Um, he wants sure. to know if you what are your experiences with um, hop extracts, and if you think you might carry extracts in the future. Um, you know, we might. In the time we've been in business, I've had about five requests for it, but. We did for a while carry um, not exactly like the thick syrupy extract that you would put into a boil, but there's another thing that's, uh, I believe it's called isohop extract, something that more beer had carried also but no longer does. And you basically, it's just clean bittering that once you're done fermenting, you just taste your beer, figure out how much more bitter you want it to be, and you have a little dropper and you just drop it until it's at the, the point that you want it. And we had a killer price on it and we promoted it and didn't sell for shit. So, I know now people are looking for that more, though. Now was a few years ago, so we'll look into that again. But right now, we just don't and just haven't had enough demand 
and the repackaging of that stuff is also kind of a pain in the ass. With just kind of like a malt extract, basically. Oh, okay. Um, the, the stuff that like Vinny uses in a Pliny is like the CO2 extract, which um, you know we we are looking into, and I will definitely uh, keep that in mind as, as the things to add on as we have the warehouse space now, so we have more room for more products. So uh, keep an eye on our Facebook. And uh, I'll let you know if you uh, if you start doing that. So that's the best. Uh, Facebook is the best uh, way to kind of follow what you're doing over there. Yeah, pretty much. It's the easiest way. Uh, just Nico Brew on Facebook. We got an email list also, which will you know let you know when there's different deals going on. But on Facebook, it's a lot easier just to post something real quick and tell you something we're thinking of adding or you know asking for feedback. Should we get this thing or letting you know we got something new in? Hey, do you um do you vacuum? How do you ship everything? Someone was asking, like, do you vacuum pack or what? What do you? How do you get get your product to people? Yeah, so um, what Scott does is he uh, most of our stuffs in you know big forty four pound boxes. That's kind of the standard that breweries get and and that we get. And he uh, he's got a really nice uh, chamber vacuum sealer and seals them up in two ounce and one pound bags. Forty four pounds. And that's how we do them. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And that's uh, what's nice too is we turn over hops pretty quick. So especially the really popular varieties like Cascade and things that move really fast. I mean, it's likely that if you buy a two ounce pack of hops, you know, it just got out of the four, you know, out of the freezer in a forty four pound nitrogen flush Myler bag like two weeks ago, or just the other day. That's awesome. That is. Yeah, awesome. like, and Scott will mention that too more. And uh, yeah, he he works hard. He does a lot of work. He. Uh, <laughs> He makes sure that all those packs are good and and everything uh, gets where it's supposed to go. Cool. Well, they're gonna, we're going to take a quick break. Can you I'm hang thirsty. with us, Nico? Yeah, I need another beer. Sounds good, man. All right, cool. This is Owen Tate. When I'm not sucking the cream filling out of Twinkies, I dream about showering in beer with the guys from Final Gravity Podcast. It's JW. I'm from the Shipping in Milford, New Jersey, and you're listening to the Final Gravity Podcast. I gotta find some dumb hot chicks to interview. <laughs> so, what's your favorite beer? Coors <laughs> Light. Yeah. Oh, we love it. Oh, we love it. Oh, we Another intelligent discussion about beer. So what are you tasting that beer you're drinking? Really, you're asking that question? What kind of beer are you drinking, first of all? Well, apparently what I have right now is copper and dark ale. I'm going to be honest with you. 
It's not my kind of beer, but right now, it's my kind of beer. Uh, Jim, what do you like about the beer you're drinking there? Uh, this uh, this beer right here, the best part about this beer um, so far is the fact that it's very wet. Uh, it also has uh, carbonation to it, so there's a plethora of bubbles. Um, I like the wetness, I like the bubbles, and uh, I like the fact that when I drink it, uh, the tastes are fantastic. What, what, what are some of the, the flavors you're getting out of that beer? Uh, well, definitely, I, I can taste uh, I taste more of the wetness than anything, um, and once again, the bubbles. So more or less the bubbles and the wetness is what I'm tasting at this point. How about you guys? What, what, what was your favorite beers? like it belongs in a dorm room? Do you still have Coors Light or NASCAR tap handles on it? Look no further. Fisher Woodcraft has the solution. Fisher Woodcraft hand turns, exotic hardwood tap handles, and let me tell you, these things are beautiful. Give your kegerator that sleek look with a Fisher Woodcraft tap handle. Fisher Woodcraft also offers hand-spun bowls, mugs, and more. Look them up online, www.fisherwoodcraft.com. That's www.fisherwoodcraft.com. Custom Graphics, located at 117 Washington Street, New Jersey, is your only source for signs, lettering, and large format vehicle wraps. Give them a call, 973-335-8141, or visit them on the web, customgraphicsnj.com. Custom Graphics, your source for everything lettering and large-scale printing. CustomGraphicsNJ.com. That's CustomGraphicsNJ.com. The, uh, the chat line's on fire with people having a better time than us right now. <laughs> good. <laughs> a hey, lot of listen. stuff going on. That's good. That's good, good. Speaking of uh, hops, this beer is pretty nice. I like it. It's the Great Lakes Brewing uh, Commodore Perry IPA. Pretty good stuff. My wife picked us out a good beer. I had some Great Lakes stuff from the uh, ho- the uh, Brew of the Month Club or whatever, and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. All right, so I got I got a couple quick announcements here before we get back into discussion with Nico here. Um, You're coming out? What was that? Yes, yes. I'm coming out. It is it is a fact. I, I've decided to start sucking dick. Well, I was wondering why you didn't have any pants on, <laughs> you know, and you invited me here by myself. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, we're going to have to do a live read later for the kegging part, our buddy Randy Barrel, and he informed me this week that he is moving ahead with the group Pin By. I know we did a cask uh, discussion a while back, and he was doing a group Pin By, so you're going to want to look for that on Homebrew Talk. Uh, I'm sure if you just search group Pin, P-I-N, By, uh, it'll come right up. 
Um, what else do we have here? Da, 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 da. Oh, Belgian comes to Cooperstown. That's coming up. I think it's the first weekend of August. So you guys should come out for that, man. If you uh, you know maybe look into some New York State hops, you should come out with us to uh, Cooperstown. It's awesome, Alma Gang. It is a great, great, great party. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, Mansker Brewing. Don't forget to follow him on Facebook and Twitter for his newsletter and launch info. He's uh, diligently pursuing Ope going pro and uh, starting a brewery right in uh, Hackettstown. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, NHC, big one. Um, if any of our listeners, well, I know a few of them we're going to see out there. So if you guys want to bring beer and your homebrew club is not attending, you can uh, certainly come to our table. It's the NJ Hops and Final Gravity podcast table for club night, and we'll be pouring. So if you guys want to come pour with us, that'd be awesome. We'd love to have you. So bring some kegs, and uh, we'll see you there. The uh, The theme we're doing is uh, steampunk. So if you want to dress up, that's even better. It's a good good time. All the costumes, That's always uh, it's always a lot of fun at NHC. Don't forget to subscribe to BYO and join the AHA from our homepage links. And use the Amazon link at the bottom of the page for all your shopping. Uh, helps keep the amps and mics on around here. And don't forget to visit our sponsors and thank them for supporting the show with a purchase. Or just tell them you love them, and we do too. No, seriously though, buy something from them, damn it. And we're going to be doing a live show, probably... This is up in the air yet because I really want to kind of brew for this event because I didn't get to last year. But potentially we're going to be doing a live show from the second annual Tri-State Homebrew Fest. And that's going to be uh, probably between 12 and 2 and that's Saturday, June 1st. And if you guys want to come out and hang with us, it's at Poor Henry's in Montville. We're slated to have 25 brewers in the parking lot, so it should be a pretty good turnout. Lots of guys brewing. Uh, I think... Right now, as of now, I think we have four or five homebrew clubs being represented. Uh, a bunch of vendors. There's going to be a bunch of food. And Jesse is going to get some really good craft beer on tap for us. He usually has at least four or five pretty decent craft beers that he'll be pouring. And the restaurant is attached. So if the burgers and dogs in the parking lot aren't enough and you want an entree, you can certainly go inside and have that. But come out with us and have a good time. It should be a, a blast that day. Hopefully the weather will hold out for us. My bar shed should be done. Oh, cool. Very so, good. Yeah, you know, I I wanted to ask you about that. And, uh, it it get... took a little longer than I thought, but it should be done on the 20th. Okay, cool. You, you'll have to take some pictures of it well, so we yeah, can post it. I, I want to bring it up there. I, I have to figure out what I'm going to do if I can sponsor something, but uh, I want to bring it up there and at least have it in the parking lot or something. We'll figure something out. Yeah, Dan is... Uh, yeah. We spoke about it a few shows back. He's sort of engineered a brewing-specific, entertainment-specific shed for... Uh, Economy. Yeah, for a man shed. Yeah, for for your everyday, you know, everyday guy. Yep, and uh, <laughs> you can hear his ads. He's uh, the Pleasant Run Structures. He's the, uh, what, the CEO, right? Yeah, I guess. Founder, the whatever. NHIC? Yeah, the NHIC TDF. Or HNIC? HNIC. Whatever the heck right? it is. Yeah. <laughs> Move Very. your camera. Oh, hey. <laughs> Uh, sorry, you, you don't want to see my ugly face. You want to see Dan, pretty boy Dan mm. over there. That's who you mm. want to see. <laughs> hey, we, st- <laughs> we still got you guys? Yep, yep. Very good, very good. You guys are going to the NHC, huh? Um, I'm going oh, no. and, <laughs> yeah. okay. and Scott's going. But uh, Jen got on with us too late to go this year, but I might convince her to go next year and uh, get her a pass. Nice. 
Any uh, any idea where it's going to be next year? None, none at all. But you know what? Last year going to Seattle was the first time I had gone to it, and I knew the next year was at Philly, and I knew I wasn't going to go to Philly until I went to Seattle. I knew that I was going to Philly. <laughs> it was a blast. Oh, it's an awesome festival, man. The last one I went to was Minnesota, and it was incredible. And uh, I'm just so glad it's in our backyard now. It's like an hour and a half drive from us. So if you're coming to Philly, here's the thing. We may need to talk to you maybe a day or two before. I don't know when you're coming out, but maybe we could have you come up to the studio. Like I said, we're about an hour and a half from there. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. But we're coming in on – it starts Thursday. So we're coming in Wednesday evening and just – our, our plans are we got about an hour or two to have dinner and then hit the BNA 8 party, um, the uh, Brewing Network anniversary deal. Sure. Why wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing some uh, some serious beer being poured down there, man. That's awesome. I, I did not get tickets for BNA this year just because... Uh, well, the economy's been tough, and uh, but I am going to go to the festival. We're going to do some interviews. So, uh oh, did we lose somebody? Is that oh, somebody here? chiming in or chiming uh, out? I don't know. Hold on, hold on. See, that's our high tech phone system for you. Hi, this is AT and T. I'm calling. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, but let's try. G phone. Is that Warren? Nico, we still have you. Is that Warren? Warren's not Warren's not allowed here. He didn't he didn't make the trip out. Nico, do we still have you? <laughs> Nico. Uh oh. You didn't good, drop Nico, did you? Good job, uh, Warren. I think I did. Hey, um yeah. But I dropped me and I put him I'm, back on. All right. I think I I think I'm just on the other line. Everything's silent, but it says I'm on. Nico? Nico thinks he's on the other line. Oh man, really I hate really Hit the donate button because I got to get a better phone phone system here. This sucks. Nico, are you there? God damn it. He's got, I'm going to have to call him back. It's called call waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, this sucks. All right, hold on. I'm going to call him back. Thanks, Warren. Let's see if I can call him back. Is Warren here. still there? Are you still there, Warren? No, Warren. No. <clears throat> I had to hang up with Warren. I can't take two calls. I, I, Nico. What's up, dude? Oh, dude. I, I tell you what. I, I, I can't do it anymore. I really just can't fucking do it anymore. Yep, that's that's my uh, awesome phone system there. I can't. Apparently, I can't take more than one call on, on a phone system. It just blows up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It hey, do you mind if I chat a little bit about NHC? Yes. Absolutely. Please We're do. We're super excited. Are you guys um you guys doing some uh you said you're doing some shows in the area at the time or something or Yeah, no, we're going to uh I'm I'm going to I'm hoping to uh I have to clear it with uh the AHA yet, but I'm hoping to record a lot of the uh talks and discussions. Uh we did that in Minnesota, which was really cool. Um nice. And then I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try and get interviews from a bunch of people. So at one point I'll probably sit down with you. Maybe we can, you know, get away from the hotel and go somewhere quiet, and we can bullshit um, about NHC. And so we're, I'm not gonna be doing a show per se. I'm just gonna be collecting a lot of audio, and then I'll come back in the That's studio cool. and, and put it all together for a show. 
nice dude. Well, we we're gonna have a booth. Last year we did, and it was just Scott and I walking around, meeting customers and and new customers, and drinking a shitload of beer and and uh, hooking up t-shirts and stuff. And this year we're gonna have a booth, and we're gonna be selling t-shirts and hats and probably giving some stuff away and just totally being idiots and uh, drinking a bunch of beer. Right. And, uh, which sounds great. And we've actually got some customers in Philly that were super cool. And one of them is bringing a, uh, a two tap jockey box. And we've got, I'm, I'm still confirming, but we got about three to five customers who are bringing like one to three kegs each. They're going to be pouring beer with hops that they made. or So pouring a beer with hops that they got from us um, at our booth and hanging out and partying with us. Nice. Oh, that's killer. So, so you guys are going to be pouring uh, club night or for the uh, the after parties or both or? No, this will just not club night. This will just be in the hospitality suite as a you know as the vendors where they got the homebrew shops and and everybody else showing their stuff. Oh, uh, that's we're awesome. We're going to be there not only talking about hops and and whatnot, but we're also going to be pouring beer um, with the hops people got from us in there and just have having a ball and meeting you know meeting old customers and and meeting new people and having a good time. So. Uh, definitely stop by your booth, and uh, it should be a good time. I'm really concerned. I- I've never been to this before, and and I, I don't know how long it'll last. Rest your liver. I mean, well, I- it's like the Olympics. It's like the beer Olympics. Just you, you have to, you know, you have to get your psyche prepared. You have to mentally prepare. You have to physically prepare. I'm nervous. I'm actually nervous. It's probably the biggest party you'll ever go to. <laughs> So the thing is, you're probably not going to be nervous by like 10.05, so I think beer starts pouring at 10. That's my problem. So, in, well, in the morning. There. He meant yeah. 10 in the morning. Yeah. I remember going in there and, you know, one of the mornings, stumbling down, you know, through the elevator, going in and meeting John Mayer at Rogue, drinking some double dead guy, <laughs> starting the day off. And uh, Perfect. Well, started off, started off there's, there is usually some time in the evening where there's a little nap time in there if you need it, but... Uh, you know, that's if you're a pussy. But, uh, you know. How old are you? I'm um, 31 next month. So I'm All right. Oh, yeah. I got you by eight, nine years, and uh, I've been uh, okay. doing this since I was 20. <laughs> and I actually did take naps for the last one. I was just being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my biggest problem <clears throat> in Minnesota was our hotel was about three miles from the main site. Oh, so there was no thanks. napping. It was, you yeah, go, we sucks. went at, you know, 11 in the morning and we're there till <laughs> three in the morning. It, it was long days. It was a lot of long days, but well worth it and met so many cool people, man. It, it's just awesome. Yeah, we're, we're staying at the host hotel and, uh, you know, going to the banquet and doing the whole shebang and, uh, look, looking forward to it. Cool. Well, you have to come by our presidential suite too. We have the uh, yeah, final gravity. Let me know where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, well, I'll mention. I'll tell you that off the air. But yeah, we're, we're going to have a little bit of a party ourselves too. And you know, not that there's enough of a party at the hotel, but sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a great time, man. I can't wait. It's. I'm glad you're coming out. It's going to be awesome. Is Jen still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Speak. She's like, do you guys ever shut the fuck up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, Jen, uh, what's new? Do you have any rhizome questions or anything, or or, or want to chat about that at all? Yeah, sure. Oh, absolutely. I think Dan had a question in how to plant them. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely planted my wrong. I mean, being a not ever planted before, I didn't realize you're supposed to put them horizontal, I guess, yep. in the ground. And, uh, yeah, mine are, mine are buried ass up, I think. 
Yeah. Which may or may not be a problem, but... But, but like, how are you supposed to plan them? How are you supposed to space them? How far down? You know, all these... What's, what are the basics? Well, they do... Oh, I'm getting good feedback. Yeah, she got feedback I again. Oh, my God. Wow, you're breaking up a little bit, Jen. Oh, I think she just oh, bailed. Oh, no. I think she just bailed. Hold on, I'll call her back. We'll she's, call her back. She's not a nuclear reactor, is she? No. Let's a see submarine? If, let's see if we can call <laughs> her back. Nope. Oh, yep. You there? Nope. Hmm. All right, we'll wait these, for her to call back. These are the best back. sound effects your show has ever had. I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't want any of them. This is why we need someone in a separate room with a friggin' call center because... And a, and a pocket protector. Yeah, we, we need to be friggin' a little more... Oh, there we go. There she is. Hey, Jen. Hey, is that better? That's oh, wow. much better. What what are you breaking? Are those chains? <laughs> she she just smashed her old <laughs> headset. She's like, this fucking thing sucks. No, that was my dogs running against the fence line. <laughs> oh, okay. Are those your the dogs yeah. smashing their heads into the fence? <laughs> saying, get me out of here. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, right, that's so, my husband tied up, too. Never mind. Okay, perfect. Whoa, perfect. hey. Whoa. That's all, uh, yeah. my kind of chick. <laughs> all right, so... Off the okay. subject here. What are, what are the basics to uh, plant rhizomes? Because I, I don't well, know. I planted them wrong, apparently. So Basically, they do lay horizontally. Um, want to look for the nodes on the towards the top and the roots towards the bottom. That, that's really like, how it goes. Like, like <laughs> if there's, but if there's, like, nodes, right? If there's nodes, I mean, is it okay just to bury them? Or do oh, you yeah. want, if you have them, you want to kind of keep them above the surface because they're, like, started to grow? Yeah. Well, no, actually, you do want to bury them just a little bit underground because, you know, they need to develop some. You know, if they have, like, the longer shoots, you can go ahead and, you know, have them peek out. But right. if they're just the nodes, put them in the ground. They're, they're so hard to kill. Okay. Yeah, they, okay, they really are a lot more hardy than you think. I need to dig mine up again because I was, I was worried. I'm like, <clears> okay, I see these little green things. I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep that above the surface. Yeah, no, then, they, they kind of yeah, want to be underground right. a little bit. And, and Like how far? Like three inches? I don't know. Um, it really depends on your soil. But, yeah, I would say just a couple inches. I actually do about, you know, between two to four, depending okay. on your soil. You just want to make sure there's in loose soil that's not that heavy, cakey. Yeah, yeah. So. New Jersey soil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clay. <laughs> yeah, you eat clay and, and uh, silt. Well, we're the garden state, so we got some good stuff. That's true. Our tomatoes rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, if you can grow your tomatoes, you can grow hops. They're they're very in what they require for nutrients. So. Yep. I, yeah, have, I, I have mine growing right on my fence line next to a sidewalk, and I'm waiting. I'm gonna put a sign saying these are hops, not pot. Right? Should I do that? I'm, no. I'm worried. I'm worried the cops are gonna come because no. they got so many no. people walking dogs. No. No, you'll be fine. No, okay. the leaves are just a little bit different, so you'll be safe. Yep. All right. <laughs> what about uh, like insects and stuff? Like, what what insects like uh, feast on hops, and should we be concerned? Is there any natural way to get them off? Because I know uh, uh, Jay was mentioning he had some stuff last year, and he didn't want to touch it because he didn't want to risk any, you know, fertilizer or anything, you know. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One thing you can do is they're common. Most common would be aphids, just like on roses, as a simple insecticidal soap, you know, some dish soap and some water. Okay. That will take it right off or get some ladybugs and put them out in the, out in the garden and just let them go for it. Yeah. Warren, eat just, it. Warren just posted that on the website. So ladybugs take care mm-hmm. of the insects. Yeah. 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 Lady. You mean the little tiny yep. carnivores, those things? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ladybugs are really good for gardens. Really good because they eat okay. all the pests that you don't want on your plants, and they don't generally chew up plants. So okay. yeah, ladybugs are good. Awesome. Yes. Um, the other one is praying mantises as well. A lot of the. Well, they don't really exist. They're just in the movies, right? Like on a, on the <laughs> yeah. ants. Is it ants? Was it ants? Yeah. How about <laughs> how about and 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 the only question, the only reason I'm asking this is apparently we're we're getting ready to be bombed up here with the 17-year cicadas or whatever. Well, I'm waiting for them. Are they? Do you think they're going to screw with the hops? Uh, I really wouldn't know. Um, the best place to find that information because I don't really deal with cicadas up here as much is check with the local um, college extensions. They have so much information just for any area that you're in. They could tell you in a heartbeat what look for yeah i bet i bet Rutgers has probably done some research on that they're they're yeah. real they have a huge ag department so i should mm-hmm. probably reach out to them because i'm sure they're gearing up for it apparently they're saying it's going to be so bad like if you keep your windows open you're not going to sleep at night i, I already figured out i'm just i have bird shot so i'm just gonna <laughs> sit there by my hop garden yeah, cicadas are pretty big man <laughs> i know i'm gonna sit there by my hop garden and just shoot bird shot at it <laughs> you know Perfect. I got a pellet rifle. I don't know how efficient that will be, though. <laughs> Entertaining, yes. As long as, as, long as no one's walking their dog past. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, listen, beer and guns goes good. No, it doesn't. I'm kidding. In Warren County, it does. <laughs> right. Warren County is the uh, country county of New Jersey. Oh yeah, the, that's you the nice. That's a nice way of saying we're a yeah, bunch of we, rednecks. Yeah, we got pickup trucks yeah, and in uh, Idaho. pickup trucks and inbreds. Yeah, she lives in Idaho. You're not telling her nothing, dude. Well, I know. <laughs> exactly. I know, I know it's I'm not from country, Los Angeles, right? and I live in Idaho, so yeah. But Idaho is not. I don't consider Idaho country. I consider Idaho like just farmland, but not like necessarily redneck, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've never been out there. I've never yeah. been out there. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a lot of rednecks out there. Okay. It depends um, on where you're at in Idaho, I guess. Boise, not so much outside Boise. Very yeah. much, right. <laughs> right. So, real quick, tell us about that dandelion wine. That that really kind of piqued my interest. Um, how do you make it? How do I make it? Um, yeah, do you, actually, use, do you use the flowers? Do you use the, the leaves? How, how, tell us a little uh, bit about uh, that process. What you do is you, you actually harvest the little yellow flower part, not the green part. You don't want the bitterness from the green, which I eat the greens too. So, yeah, I'm one of those freaky people. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but you just like, you, you brew it just like you would any type of tea. So you use the little flowers, you brew it up, just, you know, just a little bit to get that water, that kind of yellowness. And then I add fruit to it and spices and a little bit of yeast and some extra honey and throw it in a pot and let it go. Okay, so it's it's sort of a uh, a mead based since you're using honey for the majority of the sugar, right? Yeah, because I, I prefer the taste of it, and that's why my grandfather used to make it. So, you know, I, I just stick with the honey because well, it just tastes better. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. 
And what mm-hmm. what would you say? I mean, is there any like recognizable flavor from a dandelion wine? Like obviously, you know, the honey, you're gonna get that sort of a mead profile, but mm-hmm. can you nail like any kind of flavor profile you would get from the dandelions? Well, I would say it's definitely a floral. It has a very strong floral citrus, you know, flavor. Um, there's some hints of green, but that. It's just a all around because it's a young wine. You really don't age it. You can drink it right within a week. Okay, yeah, like a speed mead. <clears throat> I'm wondering. Yeah. I, I may need to try dry hopping with some dandelions. I wonder if they would add any kind of maybe neat floral citrus kind of hop character to a beer. I kill my dandelions, unfortunately, but yeah. I have about eight million of them here. And all right, all right, I'll get yeah, some. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like I I don't have any shortage of dandelions for sure. I could start. Yeah harvesting the greens too they're good oh i eat mine every year nice they're good up oh, nico's getting drunk <laughs> what else is new? that's what that's we do what here you know in the whole brewing business you can have a you know, business meeting with beer nice uh, you're breaking up again hon are you are you do you have a headset, or how are you talking to us? Um, it, it's through my tablet. Oh. When you first came back on, it was like crystal clear. Now you're breaking up a little bit again. Are you going down to the okay, basement to check up on your husband with the chains? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go give him some food, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he needs some caloric intent, intake to uh, to keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh-oh. She just bail again? Yeah, I think she just bailed again. Is Nico? Yeah, there? I'm out of fun. <laughs> yeah. Nico, you there? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she she's having some problems with her tablet. It seems to be breaking up a bit. You sound good though. You sound clear. Cool. That's because I'm on a phone. <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah. that's because i'm using the old technology called a phone yeah it's rotary it's great <laughs> that actually works <laughs> uh hey you mind if i uh do a little shameless plug here no 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 it's fine we're we're looking to kill air time a shameless plug for you <laughs> or oh, for someone else while we're waiting for jen to call back Head over to NicoBrew.com. Absolutely. No, yeah, absolutely. That's NicoBrew.com. That's NicoBrew.com. Speaking of Samuel's plugs, why don't we do your uh, live read over there real quick, Dan? Dude, I can barely read. This thing's like 12 paragraphs long. I can try it, though. All right. Go ahead and try it. Okay. NicoBrew.com. Yeah. Run out of time to brew for an upcoming event? Throwing a commercial... Throwing a commercial keg into your homebrew kegerator can be such a hassle. The connections are different, and switching over the lines just means that you have to switch them back. There's now a solution to the problem, the kegging part. 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 The kegging part is designed by homebrewers for homebrewers for putting ball lock connections on any commercial keg coupler. D-system sank. Sankey. Sankey. U-system. A-system. Make them all the same with the kegging part. 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 <laughs> with homebrew kegs becoming even dearer, the ability to get in and out of a lot of things, including commercial kegs, give you more flexibility in your packaging. Packaging. Now you can fill a keg. You can bring 
Now you can fill a keg right. you can bring to your buddy's house for his commercial setup so that he has something other than Pabst on tap. Ferment under pressure in a half barrel. The kegging part makes these connections easier to use from the start of fermentation through dispense. 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 Machined in the USA, the kegging part can even help you make seltzer. Why? I always wanted seltzer. Why invest in this soda stream when you can already have the gas? When you already have the gas. Sorry. Sorry about that. Maybe you could finally get that wife of yours to be on board with all that kegging gear you have. Yeah, that fucking whore. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> Check it out at www.thekeggingpart.com. That is T-H-E-K-E-G-G-I-N-G-P-A-R-T dot com. That's T-H-E-K-E-G. All right, all right, okay. all right, all right. Tell them that I sent you and get free shipping using the coupon code... J-A-Y. <laughs> That's J-A-Y. For free shipping at thekeggingpart.com. Com, com, com. That's it. You're fired. <laughs> That's terrible, dude. I was never good at English or school. <laughs> right. <laughs> It doesn't matter though. You build beer sheds, and yes. then that's what really that's, matters. That's all. Like that's that's my destiny. All right. So I found some cool hop varietals in uh, the latest issue of Zymergy. And listen, if you're not a member of the AHA, then you won't get this magazine, so you won't know what I'm talking about. But there was a couple I wanted to mention here that I've actually had the pleasure of tasting. Mosaic is one of them. Uh, it was previously known as HBC three six nine. Nico. You getting your hands on any of that soon? We have it right now, dude. Two ounce bags. Oh, you have mosaic. Nice. See, and this is funny because I'm reading the descriptor here, and it says it's a daughter of Simcoe. It's rich in mango, lemon, citrus, pine, and notably blueberry, which is funny because the beer that I tasted it in almost just reminded me of a really pleasant bong water. It was so dank and so... Cousin-like. Is I want it. Unbelievable, man. <laughs> Did you put blueberries in your bong water? No. See, I didn't. I didn't oh. get any blueberry out of that hop at all. It just, to me, it tasted like bong water, like in a good way, though, not in a bad way. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So look for. Oh, so Nico has mosaic here. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna read off these varieties that uh, okay. AHA is recommending to look for, and you tell me yay or nay if you have them. Calypso. All right. Yes. Yes, El Dorado. Pounds and, pounds and two ounces of Calypso, El Dorado, two ounce. Uh, Hallertau Blanc? Where are you no, this? I do not. Okay, Hull Melon? Blind Melon. No. Okay. I haven't even heard of that one. Uh, Kazbek? Nope. Okay. What kind, of, what, kind of, what kind of shinding is this? I know. Well, no, these these are all these are all brand new hops. A I'm lot of them, a lot of them are first, like. And I kind of went, oh no, no. No, no, you know, and uh, I'm sure a lot of them are probably proprietary do as have, well. Do you but... have Cascade? <laughs> you know, we actually do have some, and believe it or not, that shit's actually really tight on the wholesale market right, right now. Cascade. Yeah. Really. Yeah, as a new brewer, it's hard to even buy any amount of it. Uh, you know, on the pro hmm. level. See, I so. didn't realize I had input. Yeah. <laughs> Polaris? Yes, we actually do have some. Actually, I'm sorry. We had some. We don't have any right now, but we're actually contracted with the farm in Germany to have them ship us some this fall. Oh, so very cool. So we will cool. have a bunch around the end of the year direct from a farm to pellet 
And this, this this hop sounds really interesting. I'm thinking this would be awesome in a holiday, um, maybe chocolate stout, because they're saying that it has an ice candy and peppermint aroma. So I think that yeah, it's got a weird description. I think Scott's going to chat about that a little bit. I think he might have made a hop tea out of it. I'm not sure if he he did that or not the other night, but uh, yeah, like glacier candy is the descriptor of it, and. Cool. You know, I, I, one of our customers made a porter with it and sent some to Scott and I, and it was pretty tasty. The the hops weren't there a lot, just because just from when he put uh, put in them, but um, it, it was pretty dang tasty. And I think that's going to be a pretty neat uh, new variety. I know over here, you know, we see a twenty one percent alpha hop, we go nuts, and over in Germany, they're not even that interested in it. Yeah, yeah, the alpha acid is like nineteen to twenty three percent, which is just retarded. But <laughs> yeah, I forget which one we had. It was like twenty one or twenty two, somewhere around there. And and Scott could tell you more about it. But it was like it was it was squishy. I mean, the pellets were because they were so oily. It was pretty <laughs> <Just> red, dripping. <laughs> Triscal? Yeah. How about that one, Triscal? Yeah, um, we do have crystal. No, um, not not crystal. Triscal. T R I S K E L. Oh. No, don't have that. Okay, apparently it's uh, it's a cross between French Strizzle Spalt and the English variety of Yeoman, which I've never heard of. I love, huh. I love French Strizzle. Yeah, I've heard of Strizzle Spalt, but I haven't stocked it before. But, you know, as we get requests for stuff, um, you know, we, we work harder to bring stuff in, but haven't heard of that second one. Yeah, the Polaris. I'm interested in getting my hands on some of that and trying to brew with that. How about YT? W-U-A-I-T-I. It says uh, it's new from New Zealand and in short supply. Intriguing low alpha, high oil combination drawing attention for potential dry hopping cask beers. Huh. No, I haven't, but I'll I'll look into that. Yeah, this one, this, uh, I guess it's pronounced Hull. H, it's uh, got the umlaut over the U. Hull or Hull. H-U-L-L melon. Hull. Hull melon. Says the fruitiest, no, the fruitiest of the four new hops from Germany, most notably honeydew melon, then strawberry. That sounds really interesting for like a Blondale. Yeah, I'll hit up my uh, German German guys about that because we got some good contacts over there in a farm and see if we can get some of that kind of stuff in. Cool, cool. And um, that's boot. I'm trying to think. I, I had a bunch of hop stuff here, but we we probably won't get into that. So, um, is Jen still with us, or she she bailed? Right? I think she bailed. She might have her connection. I think she's trying to get. I, I get. She's trying to get on her laptop. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go. Hey, Jen. Hey, is that better? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, because I had to switch to the laptop. Yeah, it sounds a little better for sure. Yeah, so we just started talking about some flavor profiles and some interesting hops that uh, have come up recently, and we're we're gonna get Nico to search them out and see if he can get his hands on them, which would be super sweet. Do you guys have like a newsletter? So like, if you get your hands on a new variety, or is that something you just uh, post to Facebook frequently? You know. You know what I do on that is I'll post it to Facebook, and. If we got one new variety in, we might not send out an email blast right away, but we usually have different promotions every week or so anyway. So I'll include that in, you know, whatever email I'm sending out. There's really no specific date when that goes out. Okay. I'm not real great with schedules and having to do stuff at certain times. Well, that's why you hire people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah, I saw uh, it. 
the, the deal, a uh, couple of deals we got going right now real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, the Rhizome deal that we uh, were talking about, the Centennials, um, there's two options to get those. We just got a really good deal, and we want to, you know, we want to move them. Um, you can get them in a bundle of 50, um, which I know most homebrewers don't need, but if you do or you got buddies who want to go in on them, it's just 39 bucks. It makes them like 78 cents each, plus we charge actual we'll shipping it. on those, and for one bundle, it's like around 11 bucks. We'll do it. Um, so <laughs> We're in. We yeah, <laughs> I, I think you just sold a bundle of 50. My store's on a farm. I'll, I'll put a whole Here's farm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you just sold at least 50. Yeah, we'll take one. And if you want less than that, which you know most homebrewers want, um, at a minimum of five, we'll do them for a buck fifty each, and just five bucks for as many as you want, ship, shipping wise. So that's the deal we got on the Centennial Rhizomes, and it's basically for as long as we have them, or as long as Jen deems them healthy. But she's been keeping care of them, and uh, taking good care of them, and people have been really, really happy with uh, what they're getting. So good. Um, we'll have them until till they're gone or, or we just decide we can't tell them anymore and um the other deal that we got right now that i just posted which is actually going way faster than i expected is over the last couple of years we just between different moves and things we end up having some older variety crops or sorry older crops um hops on hand and scott spent a good amount of time going through a bunch of these two ounce bags of uh, 2010 and 2011 crop hops Rebagging them if they needed to be. They've been stored frozen. And what we do is we're doing a grab bag where it's five bucks and you get four random two ounce packs of hops from a 2010 or 2011. And still five bucks to ship any amount you want. But it's uh, the cool thing is we have 14 varieties that are in that mix, but we're not telling you what you get until you get it. So five bucks for four two ounce bags and you can pretty much buy as many as you want so we're gone how do we're you gone. ship you ship uh, usps that one of those yep. uh those priority mailboxes or like what do you do yeah usually it's the envelopes unless we need a bigger package okay. and then we go box and then you know whatever we need to do it from there but you know if we ship out on a monday you get it by wednesday to everywhere but alaska you know and hawaii so uh it's uh i think that, that shipping that that's a great idea i mean it's just it's just no headache no hassle you know what it's going to yep. you know, and, you know, if, if you're smart and you get a whole group together to, to you know, to kind of get some stuff, you know it's five bucks and you make out. So that's good. I like that. Thanks, man. We actually had a brewery once that uh, wanted to get some hops that we couldn't sell on our wholesale site just because it was so limited, and we have some varieties like that that we don't sell wholesale because we want to be able to provide the homebrewers first, and... They bought like a hundred and something pounds. I forget, like 120, 160 pounds of hops. And I charged them five bucks to ship it all. Wow. That's what you charge them? You actually just said, yeah. yeah, five bucks. I told them that. I, you know, I, I post that as the price, and that's as much as you want. And uh, that one went FedEx. That wasn't a bunch of envelopes. But okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, we're yeah, definitely yeah. interested in the Centennials. So that's cool. Cool, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a. Uh, I'm just I'm. You know, I figured the more I make, the more we, you know, we give to people in our club and, you know, uh, seal them up, freeze them, <laughs> you know, use totally. them again. Yeah, we'll, last a long time. We'll have to start making some uh, hop treats for NHC with them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. Though I don't think we're going to get them to come up that fast. But, yeah, we'll probably take you up on at least 50 of those because, like I said, I, I want to start a hop farm and I need to. 
because it's got to happen. We're not competing. There's no competition here. No, because I, too, want to get out of the uh, not really. Well, yeah, I'm partially in the corporate world, I guess. Uh, and uh, I think I want to move to farming. So I'm going to make, cool, it, man. make, well, make a I'll go I'll be happy at to help it. in any way I can. My, Hit me up. Email me. Absolutely. My plan is to win the lottery. Well, yeah, that'd be good, That's too. That's my plan, too. <laughs> if that happens tonight, you no, know? No, 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 no. You you're going to be 85. you got to be 85. <laughs> you got to be 85 retired, and then you'll win the lottery. Yeah, you will have had to already uh, already made a couple million, you know, on your own, and then you win the lottery. Yeah. We'll do that, then. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so is... Are we going to have Scott call in still, or... Yeah, yeah. Um, if... Um, if you guys are good on the, uh, let's see. I think what have to happen is I think Scott was having an issue with Skype. Oh, okay. So unless you had any other um, growing questions and stuff, then Jen was going to drop off, and I was just going to call in through Skype, and Scott was going to call in on landline. All right, so let me do this. Let me uh, cut to a break so we can refill okay. our beers, and uh, when we come back, I guess... Uh, I'll just answer whatever you, however you guys want to work it. I don't have a booger in my nose, do I? No. <laughs> I'll, need to, uh, I'll grab that barley wine. Nice. Why wouldn't you? All right, brother. That sounds like a, a good plan. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Final Gravity, stick around. We're talking to Nico Brew. You're listening to Final Gravity Podcast. Hey guys, hey, I like to shop. Jen, and when I come from shopping, your the last thing I want to do is carry my bags through the snow, ruining my cute shoes I just found on sale. I wish my husband would just get a shed from Pleasant Run Structures so I could have my garage back. He could put all of his man stuff in the shed and brew out there. I mean, all he has to do is call 908-237-1325 and get the man cave of his dreams. They even offer two-story sheds because they know he has a lot of shit. Pleasant Ranch Structures has two locations in New Jersey, Parsippany and Flemington, but they will ship anywhere. So it really is a no-brainer. Check out PleasantRunStructures.com for more info. That's PleasantRunStructures.com. Check it out today, because your wife might be so happy she can park in her garage, you might even get some. Does your kegerator still look like it belongs in a dorm room? Do you still have Coors Light or NASCAR tap handles on it? Look no further. Fisher Woodcraft has the solution. Fisher Woodcraft hand turns exotic hardwood tap handles. And let me tell you, these things are beautiful. Give your kegerator that sleek look with a Fisher Woodcraft tap handle. Fisher Woodcraft also offers hand-spun bowls, mugs, and more. Look them up online, www.fisherwoodcraft.com. That's www.fisherwoodcraft.com. Hello, beer drinkers. Look at your peanuts. Now look at my peanuts. Now look at yours. Now back to mine. Sadly, your peanuts are not J.B. Gourmet peanuts. Look down. Now look up. Where are you? You're at jbgourmetpeanuts.com. What's that in your hand? It's the original peanuts. Look down. Now look back up. It's the spicy. What's that in my hand? It's a 16-ounce jar of peanuts. Look again. They're gone. Look again. The refill bag has filled it back up. Now they're diamonds. Spicy, delicious, addictive diamonds. I'm on a horse. 
Give them a call, man. Ask about their peanuts. 201-906-8777. Or visit their website, jbgourmetpeanuts.com. That's jbgourmetpeanuts.com. Hey guys, it's Jay. Just wanted to reach out and thank all of our listeners for supporting our show over the years. Keep it up, man. Don't forget to go to our homepage and click on those links for the AHA and BYO. Helps you out and it helps us out as well. If you think there's nothing better than a look of polished stainless and copper, if you're not sure that six tap handles is going to be enough in your chest freezer, then you're in the right place. Welcome back to Final Gravity. Yeah, I need. We need a better phone system, dude. We we need. Well, how, how do you find? How do you find an intern for a for a two bit operation like this? I don't know. You just you gotta beg people to if you give them free beer if they'll come and work. You just find a prostitute and bring her in. <laughs> no, they're too much money. Okay, yeah. Fuck prostitutes. They're too much money. Nika, what are you doing? God's sakes! He's brewing. He's he's drinking. Me? He's, yeah. doing, he's doing something. I'm going to garage else. getting a beer. Oh, okay. Perfect. What are you doing? <laughs> he's like fucking banging pots around and shit. <laughs> uh, I was setting a glass down on the floor that was empty. <laughs> what do you have, a fucking four liter glass? No, no, that was, I'm sorry, that was the bomber that I just finished. So the IPA just sitting on the garage floor. Oh, okay. You're my kind of drinker, Nico. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> it, just, it, hey, sounds like, it sounds like we can uh, drink together. Go big or go <laughs> home. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna too in yeah, uh, in a few weeks here. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up quick. NHC's what? Three weeks, four weeks away, something like that. Yeah, it's about a little longer. Uh, that's awesome. So anyway, how do we get a good sound person here? <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> we, we I guess we got to start making some money so I can afford to pay someone to sit here. That'd do we be... know? Do we know anyone that's that's sound system worthy? Well, they don't need to be sound system worthy. They need to know a lot about computers. Unlike myself. Yeah, my, my sister's a computer geek, and but she, she's in Rockaway. She wouldn't want to come here. Right. Well, maybe she would, but yeah. Right. Do we have Scott? Yeah. Hey, what's hey, up, Hey, brother. Hold on, Pico. Hanging out with these uh, these dudes. Hanging uh, <laughs> beer. These computer illiterate dudes. Yeah. <laughs> these dudes that know nothing about operating a computer. Hey, listen, I can, I can barely dial my cell phone, so you guys are right about the same level I am. <laughs> well, you managed to dial it to get in, and that's awesome. So I just mashed my palm against the keypad and got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't your forehead, though. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that's for angry. <laughs> nice. We'll, we'll put the camera back on Dan here, since he's yeah. the best-looking one in the room. Uh, the dog's here. <laughs> put the camera on the dog. Nice. So, uh, what's your role, Scott? You are the warehouse guru. What's your title? 
My official title is the warehouse enforcer. The warehouse enforcer. Nice. Yes. I'm the leg breaker. Nice. Nice. It's very nice. See, now Jen Jen told us she was fucking kneecapping people, so. Well, she gets to kneecap people in Idaho. I get to kneecap people in Washington. Okay. Very good. Nice. So you uh, you oversee the incoming, the imports, and uh, make make sure everything's there on time. Is that correct? Uh, sort of the logistics? Anything that comes in or out of Nico Brew, I, I have something to do with it, yeah. Okay. Have you ever got a Have you ever got a batch that you looked at and said no, there's something wrong? I mean, does is there anything ever? Can anything be wrong with hops? There can be. Uh, there can't. They can go kind of funky uh, if they're stored warm for a very long period of time, and that's pretty apparent when we get them. They come in a ginormous vacuum uh, packed mylar bag, and if they look like somebody's blowing them up with an air compressor or like one of those cheesy balloons you get at the dollar store. Yeah. Then you should probably just just don't even bother. Just send it right back. And that's fine. And there's no hard feelings. Your your suppliers are like, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Well, that, I let Nico talk to him about that. So Nico, what yeah. do you say? With like what? You know, what really, what the fuck? That, that's only happened like once that I got a box. We got a pack that was kind of crappy, and uh, they swapped it out for us. You know, they're. Just they're dealing with brewers too, you know. People are that are putting their lifeblood into making a product, and they want to make them happy. You know, if we do that with every box of hops we got, they'd ask questions, but yeah. you know, they want to make sure we're happy too. Cool. Okay. No, for the most part, whatever we get, it's primo stuff. They, yeah. The hop farmers we're getting them from, they really do care about their product, and it shows. That's awesome. So you guys. You have you said you're in Washington State. Yeah, I'm up here in uh, Bellingham. Okay, so that's sort of the uh, I don't know Washington. What the the depot to receive all the hops? Uh, that's where that's where we that's our storage areas, uh, warehouse, processing facility. Everything runs right up here. We're about uh, 20 minutes from the Canadian border, about as far west in Washington as you can get. Wow. Is that near... Uh, so you're in God's country, huh? You like, could call it that. Uh, naive here. How far away from Seattle? About 90 minutes north <clears throat> of Seattle. Okay, because I have some friends that live there, and that's the, only, that's the only thing I know about Seattle. And I heard that it's nicer than people say it is. It's not bad if you don't mind being rained on for about eight months of the year. See, that's what uh. I heard. I heard that it's a lie, that, that it's really beautiful up there, and they say that to keep... Us away, <laughs> you know the New Yorkers and stuff. You well, know, if you show up in if you show up in anywhere between June and the first week of August, you might get some sunshine. Okay. Wow. Right. How big is the uh, warehouse area? I mean, how how um, I mean, it's only hops, so it's I guess you don't need. I mean, I don't know. How, I'm trying to figure out what kind of how much space you need. You know, to do well, what you guys right do. Now our, our new warehouse we moved into is about. 1,200 square feet, and okay. that's where I do the processing and some of the uh, some of the storage for the stuff that's prepped that we can ship right away. We also have a, a cold storage warehouse up on the uh, uh, Canadian American border. That uh, the place is huge. Uh, we yeah, we probably got part of theirs. But. Yeah, we probably got like 10,000 pounds of hops up there right now. If I just had to throw out a number. Oh my God! But why? Why so? Why is everything so far away? I mean, do you find that's harder? That's just the way it has to be. Like you're, you're like all the way. You're all over the place. 
Most well, of the farms are located out there, right? No. You know, Yakima Valley. So you guys are probably pretty close to the farms, right? Yeah, we, it okay. takes about a day to get product from the farms okay. uh, here. That's awesome. And you get, so you get everything already pelletized, right? Do you deal with fresh hops at all or just strictly pellets? We don't deal with a lot of fresh hops. It's 99% pelletized once in a while. We'll get some. Uh, we'll get some uh, whole leaf. But uh, if you ever tried to bag up whole leaf hops, you'd understand why we go with pellets. They R- just blow up <laughs> everywhere. Right, pain in the ass, right? This, yeah, Warren it, does. Shovel. Right, and I, I guess for what it's worth, there are, there are you know far and few breweries that stick to whole leaf uh, as opposed to pellets. You know, I imagine almost. I would say, what, maybe 80% of the breweries are just using pellets just for ease? A lot of the guys, uh, uh, well, everybody that we're that we're supplying, they're all using pellets. Uh, I know that uh, there, there are quite a few holdouts who won't deal with pellets at all, and that's, yeah. that's strictly brewer's preference. So that's all the same thing. It's just different forms. Right. It's what yeah, I rarely get any doing. requests from brewers who want whole hops. Sometimes... We do, and we can do some special orders for them, but for the most part, everyone wants pellets. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass to work with whole leaf, you know, and unless, <laughs> you know, and, and not many breweries are set up to do it, so I, I can't imagine there's a huge demand for it anymore. And there's no difference in flavor, no difference in, in you know, like yield or anything between whole leaf uh, and pellets? The main difference between whole leaf and pellets is... Uh, uh, with the with the pellets that we're using, you've, they've already smashed up all the uh, lupulin glands in the pellet itself, so all of that oil is more readily available. You can actually use 10 to 15 percent less pellets than you would normally with whole leaf. Yeah, so return on investment is much better on pellets. Warren is a uh, screaming utilization. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and not only that, but when you're talking about big barrel systems and your whole hops are sucking up a bunch of your wort, you know, that's your bottom line right there. Yep, that's true. I never thought about that. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, when beer is soaking into the whole leaves and you're losing, you know, whatever, five, you know, one, two, three percent of your wort, that's that's all money, all bottom line. Now it makes it that totally makes sense. So you guys have, um, how about, you know, you had spoken about possibly doing pelletizing <laughs> on your own in the future, and that's sick. I hope you guys get to that point. When, when, I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. When, when do you think that might happen? You know, it's probably a couple years out, um, and it probably wouldn't be for all of our varieties, but it'll make it a lot easier dealing direct with farms. So I'm thinking within the next couple of years... Uh, we'll be doing that. Now, do you find that most of the farms you deal with, do they have their own pelletizing systems, or do they farm that out to somebody else? They just ship out their whole leaf and get them pelletized? Or how does yeah. that seem to work within the industry? For the most part, they have to get them pelletized from another company. Okay. And they work that on the cost to us. You know, so that adds a step, that adds a little time, you know, that adds some cost. Yep. So even though it would be a big investment for us to get it, long run, it would be pretty cool if we can set it all up properly. Yeah, and we're only going to do it if we can do it right, and that's how we've grown the company, and and uh, you know we're going to stick with that. All right, I got a question. 
have you ever mixed hops to make up your own blend? I'll let Scott answer that one. <laughs> uh, I have, but it hasn't been released to anyone. I call it shop floor. Shop floor? <laughs> yeah, shop whatever floor. I sweep up That's nice. uh, goes into a bag. And Dude, uh, the that next is... person who requests something for the grab bags, they're getting all shop floor. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, that is hilarious. Shit. You can market that pretty easily, the shop floor. I seriously considered it. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure we got people that want it online. Yeah. Out, I mean, yeah. as long as there's no uh, you know, other foreign objects in there, you got to filter that out. But, right. uh, yeah, shop floor is fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as you didn't just walk through a bunch of cow patties <laughs> yeah. before you swept the shop floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going into a pot of boiling water for an hour. I'm not, I don't think anybody has anything hmm. to be concerned about. Uh, I'm getting a little cow shit aroma out of this beer. I don't get it. No, <laughs> Must no, have been that shop normal. floor hops. <laughs> I'm getting a little Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. So what else? What else? Pelletizing? Any other future plans for you guys as far as growth? Um, <laughs> excuse me. Well, one thing that we're working on a bit that I'm not going to release specifics on is an international warehouse. So nice. when it happens, I'll let everybody know, but that's something that's in the works. Is it going to be in like a tropical island somewhere we can all come and visit and hang out with like women's, <laughs> women in bikinis? No, it's just, yes, it is, but no one can else can go there. It's just going to be me and my on island. Oh. Oh, wow. Well, okay. With a couple of locals. We we can't get an exclusive invite. <laughs> you know, we can probably work something out. Sweet. Let's talk off air about that. All right, sweet. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. <laughs> it's that secret. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta go. We'll blindfold you, put you on a plane, and you have to go train them. <laughs> uh, that that works. Hey, is, it, is it is it a private jet or is it a, a chicken plane <laughs> with like crates in the back? <laughs> it's a very small boat. Okay. All right. Hey, listen. I'd be blindfolded for the boat ride as long as uh, once the uh, you know as long as Jen's not there with chains. Right. It, one, <laughs> once the island girls are out, you know you have to take the blindfold off yeah. and start right. serving me beer. Let's keep that consideration. Romney <laughs> brew. That's funny. Nice. Well, we are, um, you have more space now, so we're looking at adding more products, um, and at some point letting locals come in. Okay. Very cool. Oh, I got a little delay there. Somebody's delaying. Man, we need to hire someone. Yeah, that's our awesome phone system again. <laughs> I hate this fucking thing. <laughs> so let's. You want to talk about varietals a little bit? Any interesting new varietals that we haven't mentioned, or any uh, varietals that you guys are favorites of? I and when's really the la when's the last time either one of you have brewed? <laughs> What? When's the last time either one of you guys have brewed? Oh, I brewed about a month and a half ago. Oh, very good. You, you That's got... about when I did the last time. All right, good. So you guys are still brewing, keeping it real. That's good. Yeah, uh, I was breaking in some of. Uh, I was trying out some new uh, Meridian that we just got in. I made a single hop pale ale with that. Meridian, uh, tell us about that. Uh, man, I opened the bag for the first time and it smelled like. Fruit Punch Bubblegum. Really? That's... Yeah. That was my first impression. So you did a single single hop pale ale with that? Have you tasted it yet? Yeah, I did. Uh, the hops were delicious. The beer was 
I screwed that one up bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it uh, had a really nice uh, kind of fruity fruit salad uh, flavors and aromas for me. Um, so I enjoyed it mostly. What's uh, what's Belma? Sorry? Warren, Warren asked, what's Belma? B-E-L-M-A, a new hop that's out? You know, you're, this is the first time I've heard about it. Okay. I haven't uh, come across any of that. All right, I'm just... Okay. I think that's a proprietary uh, hop that a farm has that we haven't uh, gotten our hands on yet. Okay. And so, uh, and maybe you guys can help sort of take away the uh, mystery about proprietary hops. So what do these guys do? They just... They're uh, grafting the roots and, and making their own strains, or what? Why is it proprietary, and and how do they get to that proprietary? You know what I mean? Like, they they didn't obviously fabricate this hop. It it came from something. So, how are they doing that, and why is it proprietary? Well, right now, a lot of the uh, like Amarillo is a very popular proprietary brand, and from what I read and understand. It just showed up in the hop yard one day. It was it was an accident that they found. Like and, a four ass uh, monkey. <laughs> say again. Like the four ass monkey. Yes, exactly. It just showed <laughs> up at the island of Doctor Moreau, and they said, "Okay, well, let's put this in some work and see what happens." And uh, a lot of these, I don't know a whole lot about. Uh, the breeding processes of these uh, proprietary blends coming along, but right now the trend is to involve more fruit flavors uh, other than citrus or lime. Uh, that's a, what a lot of the breeding programs are going for over in uh, over in Germany right now. They're trying to create the new Cascade version of uh, German hop, which is where all these high alpha acid. Uh, German hops are coming from, like Mandarina, Bavaria, Polaris, uh, all those do have derivatives. So that's that's pretty wild that they just had a happy accident and came up with the Amarillo strain. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of wild cross-pollination or something happened in the hop yard. So in the, it kind of... Give you on that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it kind of makes it a pain in the ass, brewing uh, wise, because all these pro brewers that start out as home brewers, being able to get small amounts of Amarillo and Citra and these other varieties, then want to brewery and find out how to buy a bunch of these. And unfortunately, they make it so tight because the demand to be high and supply to be low is what it looks like. And it. Uh, you know, make strand on everything. People get short. They can't make the beers that they're expecting to. Dude, so I, you're, you're I do what I can to make sure that stuff falls off a truck and into Scott's hands. But it's still uh, kind of pain in the ass in general. Yeah. But we love having those in hand. Just that's kind of, you know supply and that's how it works. I got I got about half of that man. You're breaking up a little bit. If I was really drunk, I would understand every, <laughs> everything you just said. But yeah, I got I got every third word, every other word. God damn it! It sucks because but, it sounded like but, you were having a but, moment. But I'm just fucking up. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> you had a moment, and I felt it. It's it's I our fault. It. It's we're 
Well, well, so no, it's not, no, no, no. Said no, it's not our fault. It's Jay's fault. Phone again. <laughs> it's probably Skype's fault, man. It's, it's Skype's fault. Just too much bandwidth or something. I don't know what's going on here, but you broke up a little bit. All right, we're going to have to work on it. Yep. We will work on that, we promise. Well, I, I don't want to keep you guys too, too long. I mean, we could sit here and bullshit about hops for hours upon hours upon hours, but it is about, yeah, usually just about wrapping up for us now. So, uh, I want to thank you guys so much for calling in, man. And we'd love to have you guys back. And we will see you at NHC. And we'll do a little more talking. And uh, you guys can hopefully we'll we'll get to see some of your products. Are you guys actually going to bring uh, some of the hops there? Are you going to bring our 50 pounds of Centennial or whatever it is we just purchased? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll ship those to you. Right. Yeah. Well, but, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll get, I'll get your contact. Because I'd love to actually, you know, get my hands on some of these newer hops we were talking about and be able to smell them. Are you guys going to have some samples there and stuff that we can put our hands on? You know, we could put that together. Uh, I wasn't really planning on having a ton of hops there because it'd be me ask that people want to just, you know, bring them home and yeah. deal with the airplane and everything. Right. But uh, we plan on having some giveaway. And uh, I could see us doing some samples of some hops you can smell and, and feel. Yeah, that'd be really cool to have like a little sort of even you know even if it's a, a quarter ounce of of each hop maybe just especially like the Polaris I'm really interested to see what that thing's like, but uh, I'll probably wind up just ordering some from you because I think that's going to be we're we're planning we're gearing up to do a big barrel brew on a a chocolate Russian Imperial Stout and I think that might be the hop we want to use in that knowing it has some uh, sort of peppermint notes to it I think that'd be really interesting. Yeah, there is some definite mid coming off the uh, coming off of the Polaris. The one thing right. that grabbed me though is when you when you first open the bag, it smells like cooked broccoli. Really, cooked broccoli? Yeah, it it it, it, it smells like it's it's got such a high vegetal aroma coming out of it. It's it's cooked vegetables, and then once you get that boiled off, it really goes away. That uh, that sample that uh, our customer gave to us that uh, Nico was talking about earlier didn't notice any of that at all and we've got another guy that's uh another customer working with it he said he had some of that going on and it it was pretty harsh at first and then it, it mellowed really well in the keg it's and that that mint note was really starting to come forward yeah i imagine that hopefully you know and again i haven't worked with it at all but i think that might be a nice thing to dry hop with if you can get sort of those mint notes from it Did yeah, I lose it, really, you? it really does make a it, it really is a nice addition to a nice dark porter. Yeah, I think that'll be uh we may need to use that for our big barrel brew coming up, which we'll probably be brewing in November and then filling our barrel with that. Cool guys. Well listen, thanks so much for coming. Um Thanks for putting up with our sound system. Yeah, sorry our phones, you know, hey listen, we're on a low budget here. We're on no budget, but uh <laughs> Thanks again for calling in, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. If we don't, well, um, but we will definitely look forward to seeing you guys at NHC, man. It's going to be a blast. Cool, guys. Thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you real soon. Thanks, guys. Don't forget, NicoBrew.com, guys. Get all your hops, your rhizomes. There's, They only have a few rhizomes, and we're going to buy up some of them, so hopefully yeah. we'll beat you to it. We'll be in touch soon. And uh, enter coupon code J. Just kidding. <laughs> Dan. Dan, yeah, enter coupon code Dan. Dan, that's J-A-Y, Dan.
All right, guys. Peace out, man, and uh, keep it real. We'll look for you at NHC. Cool, guys. Later. All right, bye. Have a good one, fellas. Cool, man. That was awesome. Yeah, no, that was fun. I, de- I definitely want to uh, get that Centennial. I think that'll be a a goodbye for the group and for the for New Jersey as a whole. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, we could probably supply all of New Jersey <laughs> with as many rhizomes yeah. as it's going to be. No, we're we're going to start growing some hops, man. We 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 got to do I it. I got that area. We got we have plenty of well, there's there's plenty of room. I mean, all you need is dirt with sun. Uh, who's this? Somebody's calling. It's probably Wilson. Yeah, it probably or, is. You had nothing better to do. Yep. Hello. Yeah, I, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Hey, let me yeah, read. Running out of time to, to brew night. for an upcoming event. Hey, you, be, you better have a sick kid or some good goddamn excuse while you're not sitting here drinking <laughs> beer with us. Do you realize how hard it is trying to make like Jay sound interesting? Well, you, you look beautiful on, on online here. Yeah, right? I've been yeah. I've been trying to pick for burgers, burgers. <laughs> Just trying to make yourself conscious. That's no, all. no, it's right. fine. It was fun. It was a good. Uh, I mean, I I had a really fun time talking about hops. I I, I wasn't sure what to expect, but we could have gone on for another hour. Oh, easily. Yeah, you can <clears> probably <throat> have like fifteen shows on hops. Oh yeah, and we're we're actually we're planning to do another show on hops, and maybe we could even have. Uh, Nico sit in with us on that one, but I, I want to talk <laughs> to great. Michael Daycack about sort of hop chemistry and what happens to hops in the boil and utilization, that sort of thing. So that that's a future show in in the works. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, man. So how's yeah, your? Yeah, my, my life my life got a little complicated last two months, so I'm still hammering out the kinks. Hey, I hear you, man. It, that happens when you when you punch a kid out. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, I promise. We'll get there. Hey, no problem, man. It was it was good to have you in the chat and good of you to call in and uh we'll talk to you soon. We're gonna we're gonna log out right now. We're gonna drink a couple beers and uh you be well and we'll talk to you soon. Wish I was there, guys. Have one for me. I'll talk to you guys soon. Absolutely. All right, Take brother. Care. Late. That's funny. Nick uh Nickel Brew just saw the order for that fifty pounds of hops of shop floor hops. Oh, you already ordered it? No, no, he just saw the order for 50 pounds of the floor hops. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening nice. to Final Gravity Podcast. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging around. Don't forget, click on those links, bitches. And hit the donate button. We need a better phone system. My name's Ben Merrill, and you're listening to Final Gravity Podcast. Hi, Daddy. We're taking a shit. <laughs> sucking the cream filling out of Twinkies, I dream about showering in beer with the guys from Final Gravity Podcast.
W. I'm from the Shipping in Milford, New Jersey, and you're listening to the Final Gravity Podcast. I gotta find some dumb hot chicks to interview. <laughs> so, what's your favorite beer? <laughs> Ah, another intelligent discussion about beer. So what are you tasting that beer you're drinking? Really, you're asking that question? What kind of beer are you drinking, first of all? Well, apparently what I have right now is copper and dark ale. I'm going to be honest with you. It's not my kind of beer, but right now, it's my kind of beer. Uh, Jim, what do you like about the beer you're drinking there? Uh, this uh, this beer right here, the best part about this beer um, so far is the fact that it's very wet. Uh, it also has uh, carbonation to it, so there's a plethora of bubbles. Um, I like the wetness, I like the bubbles, and uh, I like the fact that when I drink it, uh, the tastes are fantastic. What, what, what are some of the, the flavors you're getting out of that beer? Uh, well, definitely, I, I can taste, uh, I taste more of the wetness than anything. Um, and once again, the bubbles. So more or less the bubbles and the wetness is what I'm tasting at this point. How about you guys? What what, what was your favorite beers? Uh, Magic Hat Citrus Boy. Hey, this is Casey Kramer. I'm from River Horse Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Final Gravity Podcast. Does your kegerator still look like it belongs in a dorm room? Do you still have Coors Light or NASCAR tap handles on it? Look no further. Fisher Woodcraft has the solution. Fisher Woodcraft hand turns, exotic hardwood tap handles, and let me tell you, these things are beautiful. Give your kegerator that sleek look with a Fisher Woodcraft tap handle. Fisher Woodcraft also offers hand-spun bowls, mugs, and more. Look them up online, www.fisherwoodcraft.com. That's www.fisherwoodcraft.com. Custom Graphics, located at 117 Washington Street in Newton, New Jersey, is your only source for signs, lettering, and large format vehicle wraps. Give them a call, 973-335-8141, or visit them on the web, customgraphicsnj.com. Custom Graphics, your source for everything lettering and large-scale printing. CustomGraphicsNJ.com. That's CustomGraphicsNJ.com. 